Welcome back to the News and Views, our radio network. We're trying to keep an eye on certain issues coming up in the legislature. We're going to keep a really close eye on legislation that's moving forward for the workforce. Uh, and in large part, that also ties into um, Attorney General uh, Drew Wrigley's efforts to throw as many people in jail as he can. Uh, also, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, new Americans, what role they can play. Um, we're going to talk about corporate farming a lot. We're going to keep an eye on that for you. Uh, also, this flat tax, where this is going, who it benefits, Governor Burgum's plan. And I think he's getting some pushback on this. And I wanted to talk with Zach Istis, state representative and the assistant minority leader uh, from District 43 in Grand Forks. And he's taking some time out for us. Uh, representative Ista, good to have you on News and Views. Hey, good morning, Joel. Good to be back with you. Now, how is this going? Because I'm getting calls, uh, Zach, from both Democrats and Republicans alike that are starting to smell what's happening here. That's absolutely uh, right, Joel. You know, this uh, idea to institute a flat tax in North Dakota is really uh, a centerpiece issue for, for the governor. It's not every day you see the governor come down to a House policy committee and offer testimony. That's uh, exactly what he did yesterday. And, and you know, what we heard was, was bipartisan uh, skepticism, uh, pushback uh, against this plan. And, and, and what I like to remind folks is, look, nobody likes to pay a dime in taxes. Uh, I certainly don't. I bet uh, you don't either, Joel. But what we do value here in North Dakota is, is the services our government provides. We expect, we deserve good roads, good bridges, good drinking water, good schools. And I think North Dakotans realize those things don't just come uh, for free, that we all have to, to pitch in with our tax dollars to make sure we've got those services available. And the fact of the matter, uh, Joel, is we're already a pretty low tax state uh, when it comes to income taxes here in North Dakota. Nobody, even at the highest levels of, of income, uh, pays over 3 percent uh, in a tax rate. So this is a, a proposal to really... Uh, shake up our tax code in a way that it doesn't seem anybody's asking for. Uh, we heard testimony yesterday that, that even, uh, you know, some of the practice as an accountant, our new representative, Sue Ann Olson, a conservative Republican uh, serving the, the areas around Bismarck and in Emmons County, she works as an accountant, and, and she told us all of her clients, not one of them has ever complained about the burden of North Dakota state income tax. So it's uh, it's really not responsive to what North Dakotans are looking for. And and if we go through some numbers later, I can I can show you that it really ends up just being a huge giveaway to the wealthiest earners, both in North Dakota and those that don't even live in our state. Is Governor Burgum getting some pushback on that yet, though, from both sides? I mean, here you've got one of the wealthiest men in North Dakota, right? And and everyone knows, and, and thank you for pointing that out again, that income tax is not a regressive tax. You don't pay it unless you make it. Uh, you, you know, you pay property taxes and there's no guarantee you made anything on them. In fact, the 99% of the people listening to me right now made nothing uh, on that home that they're paying property taxes on. They just want to live in it. They want to raise their kids in it. Uh, when it comes to, to sales tax, you know, th th these are these are regressive tax. I mean, you have to buy certain things anyway, and yet you still have to pay sales tax. So income tax to me was always that third, you know, leg of the stool that's gotten completely out of proportion. And so what I'm asking Representative Vista is, has the majority side of the aisle, are the Republicans 
calling him out yet on this. Well, I'd encourage you, Joel, your listeners, to go listen to the testimony of a brand-new representative, Sue Ann Olson. Again, she's a conservative Republican state representative from central North Dakota. And she, she had a lot of courage yesterday. She stood up with the governor sitting behind her and, and raised many of these same concerns, Joel, that she heard during her campaign the same thing I did and my colleagues did, that not the income tax keeping families up at night and driving discussion at the kitchen table. It's that property tax. And this bill doesn't do a single thing to address uh, property tax. So, yeah, we are starting to see some bipartisan pushback against this. When you uh, talk to folks in the majority party uh, in those quiet conversations when nobody's uh, listening, uh, they express concerns, too, about whether this is the right solution. And I think we even saw that in the second bill our tax committee heard yesterday that offered a different type of solution that might put some money back uh, in families' pockets through the form of a tax credit. Uh, that's more of a flat benefit rather than the flat tax rate uh, that the governor's uh, proposal is offering. So wh- where does it go from here? Because, y- you know, I, okay, walk people f- through how if Joel Heikamp makes a million dollars an hour versus, you know, Abby Miller, who's making $100,000 a year, what the, the separation is. So people understand exactly where the tax break goes. Right. This is this is some of those numbers I wanted to talk about. And I think the top number is, is one to start with. That's $566 million. That's how much this tax proposal costs the state of North Dakota, not just one time, but in perpetuity, every two-year budget cycle we have going forward. So it's taking $566 million in revenues that go to roads and bridges and schools and mental health and all those services we care about. Now, the governor and supporters of this like to talk about 60%, because under their proposal, 60% of North Dakota tax filers will no longer pay income tax. And that's true. But what they don't like to talk about is, you look at numbers from the tax department we got from Legislative Council, the average benefit to that 60% of North Dakota taxpayers is just 220 bucks a year. You know, you're getting a paycheck every two weeks. That's about 8 or $9 extra in your paycheck. I just don't think, Joel, that that's moving the needle for a lot of families. And I certainly don't think it's convincing a single family that doesn't live in North Dakota to move here to get 8 or 9 bucks extra in their paycheck. So, and the other number... Oh, that go, they, go, go ahead, ahead Zach. Joel. Sorry. No, go ahead. Well, yeah, the other number, I think, to speak to your point... Uh, it's that 60% everybody that supports this wants to talk about. But we need to talk about the 3%. That's the top 3% of wealthiest tax filers in North Dakota. I told you the the bottom 60%, the majority of North Dakota, they get a $220 average annual benefit. That top 3%, $36,000 average annual benefit. 165-time greater benefit. These are wealthy folks making over a half million dollars in income a year. And what bothers me most, Joel, is a large percentage of these people aren't even residents of the state of North Dakota. This bill would ship $44 million in tax cuts to people making a half million dollars that don't even live in our state. And I asked the governor pointedly, what policy goals are we accomplishing by sending $44 million out of state every two years? And what did he say? You know, Joel, I didn't hear an answer I I was satisfied about. We heard stories about retired farmers who now live in Arizona. Why shouldn't they get tax breaks? And my response is simple, because they don't live in North Dakota anymore. If we're going to invest North Dakota funds, it should benefit North Dakota residents. We have lots of needs here at home, child care, mental health care, 
roads, bridges, schools. These are the things we can invest that money in. We don't need to give $44 million to non-residents, very wealthy uh, families. Did, did, did anybody just flat out look at the governor yet? Because it will happen. And say, Governor, this is about you. I mean, this is about you and people like you. This, this, is, this is about the richest of the rich. And this is about being able to wake up one morning and say, hey, I gave a tax break, but the, truly the tax break went to him. It didn't go to you and I, Zach. I mean, it didn't. Well, Joel, how I look at this proposal, it's not one that's a good policy solution. It's one that helps a certain segment of the majority achieve some ideological goals. That's why we saw somebody fly in, national anti-tax activist Grover Norquist from Washington, D.C., to, to peddle his, his ideology here in North Dakota that we just need to get rid of income tax. Because the supporters are pretty transparent about their goal. It's to get us to a 0% eliminate the income tax for everybody. Well, that's going to be a, a little bit of savings for the majority of North Dakotans, and we've gone through the numbers. That ends up being just a massive tax cut for the wealthiest families, both in North Dakota and non-residents, to make money here. It, you know, I won't, I won't try to, to get into why, why anybody is, is, you know, trying to be self-interested in a plan like this. But, you know, Joel, I'll, I'll confess, I'm an attorney. Uh, in my regular job, I have the very good fortune of being married to a wonderful physician. If you think families like ours that have a lawyer and doctor need a big old tax cut, then this is the bill for you. But if you think families that uh, are struggling to get uh, meals on the table at night, worrying about how they're going to pay that daycare bill, worrying about how they're going to pay for their prescriptions, need more tax relief, we can do better for them. Well, there. I mean, you're honest about your own situation. You were honest about who gets the tax break, and you're still honest about coming on. Nothing's harder than to sit there and, and take to statewide radio airways and say, look, the, I'm against what's being perceived here to be a, a tax break. Uh, you know, everybody, like you started this whole conversation, everybody wants to pay less taxes. It's just who's going to be paying those less taxes? Where's that break going to be going to? Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I mean, Representative Vista, keep doing that. We're going to call and get updates on this as it makes its way through, okay? Absolutely, Joel. I appreciate it. Your, your listeners can always visit ndlegist.gov and follow along with all the committee hearings, videos, testimony, and see for themselves what's happening uh, in the hallways of the Capitol. Yeah, the, the North Dakota Legislative Council, the website that, that they have is second to none across the nation. In fact, it's won awards. So you can watch the hearings. You can track the bills. You can The searches are, are easy. I mean, thank you for pointing that out. I don't do that enough, Representative uh, uh, Ista. So thanks for coming on. Absolutely, Joe. Take care.